Hey guys, what's up? It's Shell, that millennial housewife, and I'm glad you came here to chat. Okay, so I cannot be the only person that absolutely loathes doing laundry. Like, it's not just the washing laundry part or anything like that because that part's easy the thing i hate the most is putting the clothes away and i feel like you know everyone's gonna say yeah you hate putting the clothes away I hate folding the laundry but i don't even really mind folding it i just hate putting them away i'm so I don't know, I'm such a kind of, I guess, perfectionist. It's not perfect to everyone's eye, but the way I want everything put away, I'm so particular. I'm so particular, not perfectionist. I'm so particular about the way I want everything put away and how I want it to look once it is put away that it never works. So in my head, I have this idea, but it never quite translates right. So it just, it drives me crazy because it never looks how I expect it to or want it to, or I'm trying to make it look and I can't handle it. And every time I go into, you know, anyone else's closets or drawers it's not put away how I put it away and it drives me crazy and then I end up like pulling everything out and completely redoing it and then putting it back and it just takes me so long because it wasn't right and I can't handle when it's not right that I would just rather ignore all of those problems I would rather that you know, those problems don't exist to me. If I don't see them, I don't know they're there. And, you know, that's not the greatest way to look at things um, normally. But when it comes to laundry, I feel like if you pretend it's not there, then you don't have to worry about how it looks put away in your five-year-old's drawer because, trust me, it's never going to look how you put it in. Anyway, so I hate putting the laundry away. So even if, like, I fold it all, it stays in baskets. Because I don't want to go look in everyone's closets and see how, like, destroyed it is after I know I fixed it. And it just, I can't, I can't handle that. And so I have been putting off laundry again. And now my entire living room is filled with clean laundry because it's all washed. And a lot of it was washed today because um, I haven't been feeling that great. So I kind of let laundry get a little bit out of hand. Um, but anyway, like my living room is just filled with clean clothes. And 
when I have a big laundry day, I don't like to wash a load, fold it, put it away, wash a load, fold it, put it away. I don't like to, you know, fold the clothes until it's all done. And, you know, that leaves a lot more work for me in the end of the day, but it's not so bad because it's less annoying. I don't want to wash, you know, one load and put away five people's stuff from that load and then have the second load come out of the dryer and have to put five people's clothes in their separate rooms. I like to wash it all and then as it's coming out of the dryer, separate it by whose it is. And so we have a big sectional couch in our living room and each cushion is a different person basically. So I have, you know, my sons, my two daughters, my husband, mine, and then a cushion for towels. And then, you know, the towels I might fold and put away as they come out of the dryer, but typically I just won't do any of it. Um, and so I separate, I separate it by whose it is. And then when it comes time to folding and putting away, which actually my eight-year-old, she puts away her own laundry. She folds it, puts it away. I put it in a basket once it's clean and just give it to her and she takes care of that. Trying to get my, my other daughter to do it, but she's a little more tough to crack. Um, but either way... I separate it by whose it is and then you know at the end of the night now I'm sitting here on my bed in my room and I'm folding all of mine and then I'll move on to my husband's and then I'll get the towels and um, but at least once I know that I'm done with once I'm done with this pile of my clothes I know I'm not gonna have to put my clothes away again and then you know when my husband's are done I know I'm not going to have to go back into his closet, reorganize it, you know, fit more stuff in there, whatever the case may be, because once his is folded and put away, his is done. And I don't like having to make 37 trips to different people's closets. I'd rather make one big trip. Just like, you know, unloading the car from getting groceries. I'd rather overload my arms to the point where it almost feels like they're going to fall off and make it in one trip, sometimes two if it's a lot, then to have to make, you know, four or five trips out to the car. That is, that is just miserable and a waste of my time. I can get it done faster and just, you know, hopefully gain some muscle so that it's a little easier the next time. Oh. Back to this laundry. I have been putting this off for far too long, you know. And there is so much to do. I, how do five people, only five, how do five people go through this much laundry in a week? It makes no sense. I don't even know how many loads of laundry I washed because we had a lot more towels 
and we had quite a few blankets that needed to be washed this time around and I feel I've been doing laundry all day especially since like you know since I'm a stay-at-home wife and mom I don't do anything all day so while I wasn't doing anything um, I had a two-month-old, a nine-month-old, and a one-year-old that also, of course, were doing nothing with me all day. And um, trying to do this laundry at the same time as doing nothing with them and their endless appetites. I also had to drive my daughter to preschool and then two hours later, well, three hours later, um, go pick her up from preschool. And then we had to run a couple errands. Then we got back home, had some lunch. Of course, my son has been not feeling too great, so um, he didn't really want to nap. And when he doesn't nap, he is the grouchiest little thing I've ever met in my life. But when he does nap, he is just the sweetest little baby. I just want to hold and snuggle and just love on him constantly because he is so sweet and so happy. So he didn't want to nap. So I was actually doing nothing for a good hour and a half um, rocking him to try and, you know, soothe his little tummy ache. And nothing worked, of course. So it was just a back and forth of singing and snuggling and trying to keep him happy. So he got a little bit of sleep, which was nice um, because my nephews that I watch I watch them in the morning from like 6 o'clock to like 9.30. Uh, and then in the afternoon, they come back at like 2 o'clock. And they'll get picked up anywhere from like 4.30 to 6. Um, so luckily for me... Michael's nap time is usually around, you know, 10 o'clock, but then we have to go get his sister, Hannah, from school at 11.30. So he usually will fall asleep for a little while in the car, and then he will wake back up when we get home. After, you know, a good 20-minute nap, 30-minute nap. And we'll eat lunch, and then he will go back to sleep like 1 o'clock. And then, you know, the boys all get back, and it's crazy again until big sister Brooklyn gets home at like 3.45. And then it's just insane because, you know, 
her being a big old eight-year-old doesn't want, you know, her five-year-old sister and a couple babies in her room. But all they want is Brooklyn's attention because she's been gone all day. And oh my gosh, how did they survive the day without playing with her and talking to her and, you know, getting all of her attention? They act like they're just starved for attention, which, you know, maybe they are because I do nothing all day and I'm one person watching, you know, three boys one and under. <laughs> so maybe I don't give them enough attention. We we rotate. We Whoever's, you know, happy gets to play and whoever's not gets the extra little snuggle. Until they are happy enough to play. <laughs> no, for real though, my days are kind of crazy and, you know, they go by fast though. I never feel, well, won't say never because when I, when I'm not feeling that great, time drags on a lot. But time doesn't really, time doesn't really drag on or anything like that. I enjoy the time that I have. I think having that little break in between um, really kind of helps me reset because it is stressful. That's, you know, three kids, oldest is a year and a half. It's a lot. It really is. I don't know how parents of that many kids handle it. <laughs> my oldest and my middle are three years apart. And then the next one is four years younger. I don't think I'd want my kids any closer in age than that. Um, for like growing up, they, I'm sure they would be closer friends or um, have more interests in common. But for my sanity, <laughs> three kids in diapers right now. That's what I'm. That's what I'm dealing with at my house Monday through Friday, and I am not enjoying it. I don't want more than one of my own children in diapers at a time. Um, actually, I honestly, I don't even want, I don't even, well, you know, I'm not going to say never, but at this point in time, my husband and I are both perfectly happy and we are not looking to add to our family. We're not gonna pursue that. We like the, uh, we like the little group we got going on and we don't want to stretch ourselves too thin. You know, they're already getting as much of our attention as they can. We don't really want to, you know, cut that any smaller for another little baby to join the mix but yeah I like their age gaps because 
first of all, only ones in diapers. Secondly, if I'm feeding him or changing him and I run out of wipes or I need a burp cloth, I can ask either of the girls to get it for me and they're both old enough to understand what I'm asking for and be able to do it. It's not like I'm asking a two-year-old, get mommy the binky, like, (laughs) you know, and so having that age gap is super convenient because, like, they can help. And if they have to go to the bathroom, they're both old enough to you know, take themselves to the bathroom. I don't have to go wipe their little butts. They can handle that on their own. So I'm able to focus the attention that I need to on the new baby while also, you know, splitting up my time with the older girls. And yeah, I don't know how, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how people do it with so many kids so close in age it's kind of a crazy crazy concept to me because I don't think that I could remain sane I think that I could come out of it you know semi-successful I don't think my kids would be awful people I don't think that they would ever feel like they weren't loved or anything like that But I don't think I'd come out of it without a full head of gray hair by the time I was, you know, 30. And, you know, mentally sane. I don't think, I don't think it, I don't think I could. I think I would go crazy. And I think that they would possibly need to um, send me to some kind of counseling to, you know, get past the trauma of having that many children that close in age, because I know it would drive me nuts, but I don't know. We don't, we don't need any more. We've got our little group. We can all still fit in, you know, any normal sized vehicle. You know, any five passenger car we can all fit into still. We don't need to kick someone out of that little carpool that we've got going on. I do have a van though, but that doesn't mean I need, you know, eight people in my immediate family to have my van. It's just, I can always pick up a couple extra friends on the way. It's so weird to think that I have a van because for years, seriously for years, I swore up and down there was no way in hell I would ever own a van because that's so lame. No way. That's ugly. I am way too cool to have a van. I am not going to be one of those moms. Like, 
when I was buying my little SUV that I had before my van, um, when I was buying it, my aunt was trying to convince me to look at the minivans because, oh, but they're so convenient. You're going to have two kids. It's going to be so nice. Look at these vans. And I, like told her all these things no I'm nope no no I will never own a van you will never see me drive a van no 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 and then you know when we're buying this car and looking around I just I needed it I had to have it I wanted it you know that song I like it I want it I saw it I want it I like it I got it whatever the lyrics are Oh, I just needed it. I had to have it. And so I convinced my husband, because he did not want it, I convinced him that we needed it. And we got it. And he obviously still wants a second car as an SUV or a truck of some sort. Um, but he loves the van. <laughs> He loves it, and he's glad that it's, you know, like, my car. <clears throat> but we can fit so much into it. We always have room. It just, yeah. I am officially a mommy van driver. And I don't hate that. I, you know, I'm learning to embrace it. I, you know... <laughs> I've got three kids and, you know, I'm in my late 20s now, so I guess I can finally just admit defeat. I will never be cool <laughs> and that's okay because right now, you know, with my baby pink hair that I couldn't sleep, so I just decided to dye my hair the other night so now I have pink hair that's pretty cool uh, anyway me weird as I am sure that I am my kids think I'm cool I know they won't forever and that's okay but for right now my kids think I'm cool and that's all that matters they don't care that you know, I drive a minivan. They really couldn't care less what kind of vehicle I drive. Well, except Hannah. <laughs> but Brooklyn, she just cares that I said, yeah, her friends could come over and yeah, I can go pick them up. So, but Hannah, Hannah is very mad that we do not have our Yukon anymore. She's tells us all the time how mad she is and how she wants it back. But that was the vehicle that got totaled in our car accident. So we can't really get that back. <laughs> um, but yeah, she loved that Yukon so much. But, you know, I can still be a cool mom and drive a minivan. I have not very high hopes for myself on that aspect, but uh, 
I can try. My husband, you know, doesn't think I'm cool. He tells me all the time that I'm weird. <laughs> I think that's okay. I think one person in a relationship has to be the cool one. And one just has to be the weird one. And I know I was never the cool one. So he can have that. He can be that cool kid who, you know, everyone loves. And I will continue being the one that most people don't really get. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, I think it makes it harder. <laughs> I'm just going on the weirdest topics, aren't I? Um, I think it makes it harder for me, especially now, to feel like the cool one and not like the outsider, the weirdo, the different one. The, ooh, who is she? <laughs> I think it makes it harder because, you know, at heart, I'm a little California girl, born and raised. And, you know, I hate the heat. So I didn't really fit in <laughs> California too terribly well. It was cool, though. Um... But moving out here, now I live in Missouri. I live in the Midwest. Like, that just sounds weird. Like, West Coast, come on. But now I live in the Midwest, and I don't understand a lot of the things out here that is just normal. Like, I still don't 100% understand what a Hoosier is, but that's, like, the insult. Um, so, yeah, I, I still don't totally know what a Hoosier is, but that's the thing out here. So, I'm definitely not the cool one out here either because I'm just weird. <laughs> that's okay, though. I have found my new home in the Midwest. I have actually finished folding my pile of laundry and now to move on to the next pile. And, you know, successfully blabbered on about, I don't even know what topic, mostly how much I hate folding laundry and putting it away. Then it just kind of turned into a rant of a, quite a few things I didn't understand. Well, I hope you guys have a great morning, afternoon, evening, night. Have a good day. Talk to you guys later.